The Murray State Basketball Podcast is brought to you by the Murray Flower Company. If you're in Callaway County and need flowers, the best place to go is the Murray Flower Company. Whether you're celebrating a new arrival, the life of a loved one, or any point in between, the Murray Flower Company has you covered. Visit them on the square in Murray at 403 Maple Street or online at murrayflowercompany.com. Welcome into the Murray State Basketball Podcast as Murray State, their very first trip to Drake, ends in an 82-64 loss as uh, the Bulldogs shoot 48% from the floor, maybe most significantly 11 of 27 from three, which uh, doesn't sound necessarily like it's setting the world on fire, but this is a team that you know, shoots 32% from three for the season. And in the first half, when they really grabbed this thing by the throat, they were 7 of 15. So Murray did a pretty good job bottling them up from beyond the arc in the second half, 4 for 12. But in the end, uh, it was a bridge too far uh, at that point. Um, this one was, a, in a lot of ways, kind of that total system failure. Got off to a, a fast start. Uh, but there were already some, maybe some, some leaking oil, uh, especially defensively, and and then it just it got away in a hurry. Uh, Drake, look, here's the thing: Drake is the preseason pick to win the league. This was a game that Murray absolutely had to come and match the intensity of a desperate team. They had lost two in a row. They were two and three. And a loss today would have meant they were four full games behind frontrunner Indiana State, who, by the way, is 6-0 and for the first time since Larry Bird played for them. So it is a tough place to win. Drake does exceptionally well at the Nap Center. Two and three coming in, desperate, had to match it. You had to match what they were bringing to the table. And... For five minutes, I thought they did. And then, and and really, you could almost say for five minutes, Jacoby Wood did. Jacoby was great tonight. Um, overall, you know, he finishes with 20 points, was 8 of 14 from the floor, 3 of 6 from 3. I mean, he was 0 for his last 13 from 3 in the last four games. And was all the way down to shooting 26% from beyond the arc. But tonight goes three for six and gave him a, uh, you know, he was really the only thing that had Murray remotely in this game from the jump. Did turn it over four times, just two assists. But, you know, that again, Murray, Murray finishes with 10 turnovers. I mean, that should be, that should be enough to keep you in the game. But I think when you look at the total, you know, the total deal where, you know, Murray ends up with 25 field goals and they only had nine assists. I mean, that's just, again, those those are the simple things you look at that it just comes back to balls not moving and offensively you are bogged down. Tonight, the offense is not the issue. I mean, it was just not the issue. Um uh, I laughed because the announcers right at the tip said that uh, 
you know, the coaches had texted back and pro with Drake's coach before the game, you know, that uh, first to 50 wins tonight. And this thing was a damn track meet from the jump. And, you know, Jacoby was making shots, getting some steals, some breakouts and so on. But then once Drake kind of withstood that, that just first uppercut from the racers, they were off and running and it was either they were making threes or they were making layups. There was absolutely nothing in between. And, you know, when you've got Drake that shoots 32% from three and you've got Murray giving up 29% from three, which is the 24th best number in the country, you're like, okay, this, this, this can't keep happening. And it just kept happening. Then you start getting some heat checks on the other end for Murray. You get some more bad shots. You start turning it over a little bit. And, and it just... It got away. And, you know, next thing you know, you look up and, you know, you go seven minutes in the first half without a field goal, a 20 to two run. I mean, that those are just, those are those lapses. And we saw those earlier in the year at times where it's like you just, you have to mitigate the damage on those stretches where, okay. You're going to run into some good teams on the road, and maybe it's going to be hard to be able to score. Well, okay, you scored two. You can't give up 20 because you are not digging out of a, you know, at that point it was, let's see, it was 15-0. I mean, you're down 15 pretty much right out of the jump there. I mean, you got the first media uh, timeout, you're up 12-9, and then – Next thing you know, it's, you know, it's 29-14. And it was just like, that's it. That's it. I am perplexed right now. And and I I'm gonna talk with 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 Steve Prome here in a little bit once he gets done with his media obligations and we'll get him on and we'll try to run some of this on Monday as we get ready for Northern Iowa. I just don't know what's going on with Jamari Smith. You know, tonight, Jamari, uh, let's see, 16 minutes, three fouls, one for three from the field, two points. I just, I don't know what's going on. So he said, this is a guy that, you know, he doesn't play the other night. He's got the food, uh, you know, uh, illness, uh, food poisoning, whatever it was, just, you know, food-related injury, illness, doesn't play. Okay, but plays tonight, and I was like, again, this is now his first seven games of the year. He averaged 17 points a game. His last, and he was in double figures every single night. And in his last seven, he's averaging seven and a half points per game. And he has had just two double figure games. None higher than 14 against Evansville, and that was the lowest he scored in the first seven of the year. It has just, I'm just perplexed. You know, his field goal attempts, the beginning of the year, 11-9, 16-12, 16-11-11. And then when he started getting on this slide, 9-13-11-7-4, had 15 against Evansville, but three tonight. I'm like, I I just can't imagine that this this is a coaching staff that is like, please don't shoot the ball. And for somebody who has has been so offensively aggressive this year and has not been bashful in taking tough shots. 
Maybe shots that you would qualify as not good. But tough shots. Offensively aggressive and assertive and all that stuff. For him to take three shots, I just don't get it. I don't get they can't win that way. I, I get that's the ultimate. You, you come around the block for it, long way around the block. They can't win with that. You know, when you get when Jamari Smith and Rob Perry combine to go four for nine for nine points, and they got to the free and Rob was one of two from the free throw line. Jamari never got to the free throw line. That is a that is not a recipe for success from this team. It's it's not. You know, Rob was three of six. Um, you know, and again, teams teams know that those are your best two players. They are scheming and and the preparation, as we've talked about, in conference is going to be high level stuff. And it's all about these guys having to evolve their games. And and obviously, you know, I mean Steve and his staff doing everything they can to sort of counterpoint whatever the opponents are doing to try to get these guys the ball in places where they can succeed. But four for nine from your two top guys and nine points, nine points on nine shots, you can't win. I just don't think you can win. You might steal one every now and again. In the long run, you're not going to be able to win at that level. Again, Jacoby Wood, so good in the first half, was really, again, that only bright spot. I think Brian Moore has been a um, – uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing. It's now double figures, three of the last four games, had 12 points tonight, which was his high um, in a Murray State uniform. Uh, he was five of nine from the floor, made all his free throws. Um Again, three times in the last four. Didn't score. Was it Evansville? I don't think he scored. Uh, let's see. It pulls up real fast. Again, not letting facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah, didn't score against Evansville, which is fucking when they scored all those points. But he had, you know, 10 against Middle, 10 against Bradley. Really, uh, really helped seal the deal against Bradley. And then tonight, you know, it was just one of the few, few sparks. And to be able to give him 12 off the bench, it's like, okay, I, I, that's a. It felt like maybe a month ago he was starting to uh, leak out of the rotation a little bit, um, but he was oh he was sick at Evansville if memory serves was that right? Uh, was, he was sick one of these games that he didn't get to play. Oh, it was SIU he didn't play because he was sick. So um, okay, enough about his illness. But but I th- I think that's if you are grasping at positivity straws for this one uh brian moore is certainly one uh to be able to give them to give them 12 points off the bench uh let's see what else i've got here i feel like i have i have tried to you know kind of give kenny white the benefit of the doubt in the three-point shooting but i think we've we're reaching the point now of I almost feel like it's a red light. I just, I, again, I, I'm, he shot 40% from three last year, but he is like at half of that right now. 
He is 11 for 51 this season, and which comes out to about 21.5%. There is no one in America right now that has attempted at least 51 three-pointers who is shooting worse than 21.5%. I mean, it's just, it is, and for him to be, Again, he historically has made them, but he is not making them presently. And it just feels like that needs to be an inside-out situation. Score at the first level. You know, score at the second level. And then maybe we can start working our way back out. But his first shot tonight was three. You know, it's like, it's just, it's not there right now. It's not there. It's not working. And... It just feels like for him, it's like, man, you just got to see the ball get in the basket a little bit. And because, I mean, he's shooting, let's see, he's at 37 for seven. I mean, so he's, I mean, he's better than 50% from two this year. And yet, you know, 21%, 21% from three. I mean, tonight he was three of six from two. 0 and three, oh for three from three. Got to the free throw line. You know he had nine points. It's just, it's not worth. It just feels like those are, those are wasted possessions, especially when he is such a weapon on the run, driving to the basket. You saw him backing some guys down because he's always going to have, almost always going to have a size advantage on whoever is guarding him. And I, I, I don't know. I feel like I've. I'm not the one pulling the trigger, I, but I, I feel like I've seen, unfortunately seen enough right now, for now, until sort of proven uh, otherwise. Uh, Brian Moore, 14 points now. I guess I missed I missed a bucket somewhere. Or they may have just changed the box score. 14 points tonight for him. So a, a high in a uh, Murray State uniform. Uh, DJ Burns got his leg. Uh, early in the second half, you know, tweaked his right leg, has put a sleeve on it. He was gimping around a little bit, so that'll be something to watch here in the next couple of days as the racers get ready uh, to play Northern Iowa. Um, and I think as I'm just as I'm scanning through my notes again, I think that's that's about it. Uh, just a night to uh, the Magic Eight Ball racers shook it up and did not like. What they saw tonight is uh, 82-64. Uh, they go down to Drake. So now that uh, elsewhere in the Valley today, uh, we have survey says, as I pull this up, uh, Northern Iowa beat Southern Illinois 69-57. Indiana State beat UIC 80-60. Illinois State beats Evansville 69-61. Bradley over Valpo 88-66. And Belmont uh, pulls away in the second half uh, to beat Missouri State in Nashville 74-61. So you're up to the moment. Missouri Valley standings looking like this. Again, uh, you have Indiana State too clear of the pack right now at 6-0. 6-0 for the first time since 1979 when Larry Bird played for them, when they ran the table that year up until the NCAA championship game. So they are 6-2. and two. 
And then we have six teams behind them at four and two. SIU, Belmont, Bradley, Missouri State, Northern Iowa, Murray State. So obviously, a, as we're now we're reaching about the third way mark through the season, a massive game for the racers now, just two and five on the road this year, a big one at Northern Iowa. Look, at noon today, if you had said they're going to come out of this weekend one and one, you take it and you run. You take it and you run. Um, as you said, you win your home games, you split on the road. These are two good teams. And again, you played the best team in the league who has struggled a little bit here early in the season and you took it on the chin. So you still got an opportunity to go one and one this week. It's just going, there's a little more added significance. Now you're not quite, you're not playing with quite as much house money as maybe you were if things went differently today, but it'll be now. Uh, Tuesday night, seven o'clock in Cedar Falls, uh, the racers will get uh, will get Northern Iowa. So uh, that is really all. Not uh, not too much to celebrate tonight uh, by any means uh, at all. As uh, as Drake beats the racers, eighty two sixty four. Snap and Murray's uh, two game uh, winning streak. We'll be back Monday with more. Start uh, have some breakdown from this one. Pray for me as I have to watch it again to chart this thing, and then uh, we'll start getting ready uh, for Northern Iowa coming up uh, on Tuesday. That's all for now for the Murray State Basketball Podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing, and we will talk to you soon.